0: Hello, fellow health and safety professionals. We are coming to you live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Fonz, Laverne & Shirley, and of course, Beer. How could it get any better than that? This is Ted Speaks Live. Our podcast will focus on keeping people safe, families together, and growing your career in short eight to 10 minute weekly segments. Your host is Ted Carew, the Positive Safety Coach. Ted has over 25 years of health and safety experience in both manufacturing and construction. He started his career in the field and worked his way up to safety director. Ted also coaches football and knows how important it is to communicate expectations and work together both at work and at play. With this as Ted's background, he is excited to share some of his experiences with you and to improve your career and your company. Our guest today is Dave Janicki. Dave is the founder of Safety Nights and is currently an environmental health and safety specialist with Red Rochester, LLC. Safety Nights is an online community designed to help grow the careers of health and safety professionals. The community is completely free and anyone with an interest in health and safety, regardless of experience or title, are all welcome to join. Please welcome David Janicki to our podcast. Hey David, how are you doing today?
1: Good, good. How are you guys? Hey, we're good. I'm glad to have you on the show. I really enjoy reading your articles every week that you have, and we'll kind of get more into that here in a little bit. But I'm very excited to have you on the show and share some information. Yeah, no, excited to be here. Can you kind of give our audience a little bit, what is your background in the health and safety field? Yeah, yeah. So actually,
2: I went to school for environmental science. Okay. Graduated in 2013 from University of Rochester. And kind of after I graduated, my first couple jobs out of school were strictly like wastewater and kind of like environmental related. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's like, you know, in the environmental field, you kind of overlap a little bit with safety.
1: Yeah, you really do. Yeah.
2: But my real true safety experience didn't come until my most recent position at the company I work for now, Red Rochester, which when did I start that? A couple of years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Okay, So I'm still super new to the health and safety field, but I kind of got exposed in my first couple jobs just working in environmental. So,
1: Yeah, you know, environmental and health and safety, a lot of times people try to put those together, right? You see those all the time, especially like on job ads and stuff like that. E-S-H-E-H-S, whatever. But you see that a lot of times in people and they kind of want to throw that on, but they are different, right? I mean, the roles are different on, on a lot of that depending on the size of the company.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of different thought process for each, which is I kind of find it odd that those two got lumped together, but
1: yeah, it's how the world works. So,
0: can you share with us what project you're working on right now? Yeah, so my current role,
2: my day job, as I like to call it, <laughs> which is what it is. <laughs> I'm an environmental health and safety specialist at a company called Red Rochester here in uh, Rochester, New York, and and basically the company provides utility services to an industrial park here. Oh, okay. So I do a lot with utility and that type of stuff. So. That's my day job. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and then safety nights. Can you talk to us about that and share with our listeners what that's all about?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So obviously, like I said, I'm I'm still pretty new to the health and safety field, but kind of had some of that streamed in in my first couple positions, but didn't take on a full fledged role until recently. Mm-hmm. So kind of starting out in the field, it's tough to find resources to ask questions, or if you don't know an answer to something. I found it very difficult to kind of find a place to get those answers. Obviously, you can Google stuff. You can ask your peers, your manager. If you're working with a consultant,
0: sure,
2: you can ask them. But if you don't have those resources or those resources aren't giving you the answer you're looking for, mm-hmm. I found it pretty tough to find a place to go find that information. And I was like, as a new safety professional, I was like, oh, this is kind of a huge emptiness in the field. Like I have so many questions and these people that I ask these questions to have little time to answer it. So that's kind of the birth of the idea of safety
1: nights. How do you kind of build on that?
2: Yeah. So obviously the birth of the idea came like within the first couple months of me starting this role. And I was like, this thing needs to happen. So I built the website out. I pretty much taught myself to code, which took quite a while.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's a big endeavor. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, it was crazy. It probably took like six months to actually learn the tools to build the website. And then probably another six months to actually build out the website. So it was a a year long endeavor. But if you stay focused, it's not you know rocket science or anything like that. But...
0: Is that a process that you enjoyed or just kind of needed to get there to continue?
2: Yeah. No, I loved it. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was super cool kind of learning all that stuff and what it takes to put a website together. There's a couple different routes you can go for websites. You can do the like the website builders, kind of like the no code approach, which I think is super cool too. But the other approach is probably the more labor intensive approach, which is to kind of hard code everything. But it allows you a little more like customization on your website. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it big. So probably took a year altogether. And then actually, once you build the site out, it's like, great, I have this website and then it's a community-driven website and then I had no community, so.
1: (laughs) Well, we all got to start somewhere, right, David? I mean, that's... Uh, That's right, that's right.
0: It's hard starting from scratch.
1: Yeah. So if you scroll back to like, so I launched a site
2: in March of 2020, hashtag COVID.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect timing, by the way. Perfect timing. Way to go.
2: Yeah, I know, right? And, you know, those first couple months, like I was basically the only one posting on there. I was like, There were a few people kind of lurking on there, but it took a lot of promoting on LinkedIn, just connecting with people and talking to people and sharing my stuff. And, you know, I didn't spend any money on marketing or anything like that. That was another long process, but I actually kind of partnered up with a guy I met on LinkedIn who also lives in Rochester. His name is Brandon Ruskowski, and he's also an EHS professional who happened to be located in Rochester. And I kind of Him my pitch, and I was like, Hey, you know, this is a community if you want to join it. And he loved it. And I was like, Is this something you're willing to help me grow? So I kind of partnered up with him and then uh, another gentleman named Andrew Miller who was out in California. And then most recently, Brandy Bossel who actually started writing our newsletter. But way back in the beginning, it was just Brandon and Andrew who kind of took on like community developer roles to help like post on the site and engage other people. And then gradually more and more people started to join.
1: So, Well, that's great. I mean, to have that community be able to bring people in and help them and and make us all as safety professionals better. And that's really kind of what the objective is.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's interesting how you kind of thought of it. You said, you know, kind of being a little newer in the field. And you're right. With any industry or profession, when you have questions, you need somewhere to go. And you've created that, which is a really neat concept. And then having people come on board and help support you is always a good thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the community, it's free, but it has to be. So everyone's welcome. And I mean, there are other places you can go similar. Like there's a bunch of LinkedIn groups and a couple of Facebook groups. And I don't know if you guys are on Reddit, but there's some subreddits that when I first kind of started, people were like, Hey, how is this different than these other platforms? And I was basically like, Well, that's a great question. But none of those platforms are specific to people in EHS. So. The idea is to come up with a a customized niche community and then you can kind of layer on features as you go along specific to that community. Whereas those more generalized platforms, it's like, all right, you know, you have a LinkedIn group and people can post and stuff. But beyond that, there's nothing related to my field.
1: Do you plan on uh, working on any more projects similar to this in the near future? Yeah, yeah. So right now I'm kind of
2: working on a few other ideas that are kind of similar to safety nights and that's like a Kind of community sourced platforms, but not to the breadth of safety Knife. But yeah, yeah, there's a few ideas I'm kicking around and probably going to launch something in early mid February. But I'm a huge fan of kind of like the free community driven content platforms, which is why I think what you guys are doing is so cool with like podcasting. And I know podcasting is kind of blowing up right now. And I think it's awesome how many like DHS podcasts there are available and all this stuff is like free for people to listen to, which I'm all about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Creating open source content for professionals to kind of divulge in. So that's kind of the space that I really like to be in there.
0: Yeah, that's very true. And especially like we had mentioned, you kind of started this up during COVID and such, but really so many people are going online and doing things virtually and, and it's just going to continue to grow that way. You know, it's just an easy, quick, resource at your fingertips, which sounds exactly what people need.
2: Yeah, I agree. And to that effect, COVID kind of helped out a little bit, but I don't think that's to say that once COVID goes away, that safety nights is just kerplunk.
0: No, I think people realize how accessible it is, right? And everyone's just getting busier and busier and it makes it easy and accessible is something that people look for. So it's definitely a winner. Can you let us know how people can get a hold of you if they have questions or how to sign up for Safety Nights? Yeah. Yeah. So sign
2: up to Safety Nights is easy. Just go to safetynights.com and there's a little icon in the upper right corner. Okay. With the words register under it. So just click that and that'll pop up the registration form. Again, it's totally free to register. And then, yeah, for the listeners out there, I'm a big fan of Twitter. So... I don't even know what my Twitter
1: name is. <laughs> if you just type in, Maybe not that big of a fan, huh? <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know my Twitter handle. I think it might be Janicky. But if you just type in David Janicky to my name in Twitter, you'll, you'll probably find me. I don't think there's too many David Janakis out there.
0: Yeah, there you go.
2: Or LinkedIn too, you know, the social platforms really.
1: Well, super. Well, you know now we're coming to the fun part of the show. And as you know... Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, she always says that. I don't know why. <laughs> this is the exciting part of the show, in my opinion, at least. as you know, I'm the positive safety coach, and we always like to end with humor, and we have to make safety positive because if we're negative about safety, employees aren't going to follow through. they aren't going to do the things, so we need to make it in a positive way. So that's why we use the jokes here a little bit. so great, bring it on. Yeah All right, you're ready. You're, here we go. <laughs> He's ready. They asked at a training what steps students would take in the event of a fire? I don't know. don't know how. Huh? Oh. <laughs> The trainer told the students, if a fire came, what would they do? And they said, take really big steps.
0: (laughs) That one was a little... (laughs) I like that one. Okay, we'll go to the next (laughs) one here. This one's pretty good. Why do bananas have to put on sunscreen before they go to the beach?
2: So they don't peel.
0: Oh, you got it.
2: See, you got Got these, David.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, now we
2: come to... I just got to get my mind in the right... (laughs) I got to think of punchline. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right, now we've got to go Chuck Norris, okay? I'm going to go Chuck Norris on oh you here, David. You ready? I'm ready. The show Survivor, which many of us have watched, had an original premise of putting Chuck on the island. Why do you think they changed?
2: <laughs> so this is going to be like a Chuck Norris punchline, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> they were going to put Chuck I Norris originally on the island, but then they decided not to. Do you know why?
2: The island was afraid of Chuck Norris.
1: Because there would have been no survivors.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Hey, David, we want to
1: thank you for being on the show today. And again, if people want to get a hold of you, please find...
0: Safety Nights or Twitter. Yep. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time. We really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Thanks for listening to TED Speaks Live with Ted Carew, the positive safety coach. We would love to hear from you. You can reach out through email at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com if you'd like to know more about our podcast or if you're interested in being a guest. Feel free to check us out at healthandsafetynow.com. Rate and review on your favorite podcast app. Join us next week for our next episode. Have a super safe week.